Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Well, there's a lot going on here. Uh, the Evans Oilers signing Kyle Turris earlier today, two year deal, $1.65 million. Then it was reported Alan Quine, seven hundred and fifty k. Edmonton has since announced they've signed goaltender Anton Forsberg. We repeatedly mentioned that the organization would add a number three experienced organizational goaltender and Seth Griffith, who uh, played in Boston's organization. Uh, there are some reports out there saying that the Oilers are closing in on a Mike Hoffman signing. Um, We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, we'll wait and see. Obviously, right now we're waiting for the other shoe to drop with a goaltender. Uh, and uh, that would surprise me, frankly, uh, on Hoffman, just just as an FYI. Let's uh, bring aboard Al May from the uh, longtime Washington Capitals broadcaster. Al, first of all, your thoughts on Kyle Turris going to Edmonton on a two-year deal on a $1.65 million cap hit? Well, I think it's a very safe, safe signing, and he's a guy that would probably fit in Dave Tippett's system more. He's a defensively responsible player. Uh, there is some offensive upside there, but I think you have to put him in the role of a checker and can't play him in a wheeler-dealer situation. Nashville was playing a fast system, uh, a fast offensive system, and it didn't work the last few years, and it hasn't worked for anyone there. Uh, so I just look at Turris. He's better in a system that's all about all-round play with a focus on defense. He's very responsible. And I think of when he was last with the Senators uh, playing in the playoffs. I, I really like the look of the player. He's responsible, good in the face-off circle, can kill penalties, uh, not a blazing speed guy, but he is a guy that's very coachable. All right. These situations are fluid. We might be hearing momentarily from Kyle Turris. Your team, the Washington Capitals, at uh, uh, the king in Henrik Lundqvist, who was bought up by the New York Rangers. Uh, a thought on the compliment with Ilya Samsonov. Well, I think it's a perfect fit. And when you think of the money, with Ovechkin having to be re-signed and a couple players coming up on big contracts the following season, you know, see where you can go with them and, you know, add some to the defense. They need a third-line right winger. But I really think the Lundqvist signing is great. I uh, hope he had wanted too much. He wanted too much term. And you get a proven guy. And I think if the Capitals improve their defensive play, you're going to get back to seeing the old Henrik Lundqvist, who we didn't really get to see because of, you know, the young, young team that didn't pay attention to defense in New York so much the last few years. But I think a great personality. He brings a lot of leadership to the team, and it's a great fit. Al, we're going to uh, see if we can reset a little bit later on, okay? we got Kyle Turris on the line here. We want to get oh, to him. Yeah. All right, thanks okay. a lot. Good yeah, it's for, former Oiler, uh, played close to 400 games in the NHL, longtime Washington Capitals broadcaster, Alan May. We'll have Al on a little bit later on. Elliot Freeman, Brian uh, Lawton coming up in the next hour of the show. Bob Stoffer, color analyst for the Oilers with you, and we are pleased to be joined by the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers, a guy I've talked to a couple times over the past uh, on our road travels. Uh, we welcome Kyle Turris. Turris. Kyle, it's Bob. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Bob. Thanks All for right. having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know I spoke to you a couple of years ago in uh, in, Nash, uh, in Nashville. Wayne Gretzky always kept an eye on you and uh, was with the, the team on that trip. How did this sort of come to fruition with you once, you know, once what occurred happened in Nashville? You know, why was Edmonton, I guess, ultimately the right fit for Kyle Turris? 
Uh, I, you know, it's a, a great group of guys, a great team, and uh, moving in the right direction. And, I mean, the, the opportunity to win here is going to be great, and I'm just really excited to join the group and, and be a part of that moving forward. Uh, you had a lot of success with the Ottawa Senators, so you've played in Canada before, uh, and I'm sure that's not a concern. Maybe just a thought to being on a team that's got McDavid and Drysaddle and Nugent Hopkins uh, as uh, center options. You play center, but there are going to be times that you're going to be playing with some of those guys as well. It's not necessarily set in stone that you're going to end up in that 3C role all the time, is it? Yeah, no, I mean, like you said, there's you got a bunch of great players. I mean, two of the best players in the world, and uh, um, to be able to support them and and uh, um, just help the team uh, from a, a depth standpoint, I'm I'm looking forward to it. And, and like you said, just being back in Canada, I'm I'm really excited. I mean, I played in Ottawa for seven years, and the atmosphere in Canada is is nothing like it. So I'm just I'm ecstatic to to be back. Uh, you did play for Dave Tippett before. Uh, was that a factor? You making the decision that you did? Yeah, it was. He, uh, he he's a great coach. You know, he's he's really good. He's honest, and uh, I mean, he he saw how well he did with Edmonton last year. Um, he just he, he knows how to get the best out of his players, and and uh, I have a lot of respect for him. I'm, I'm very thankful that him and and Mr. Holland are giving me this opportunity. Uh, you played about 40 seconds a game last year for the Preds on the PK and about two minutes a game on the power play. Edmonton had the best combined special teams last season, which is often a reflection on the caliber of coaching, as well as the players. Players play a huge part of that. But uh, best combined special teams in 40 seasons in the NHL. Would you be open to, to maybe taking on a few more, uh, you know, maybe getting up to a minute and a half to two minutes a game if need be on the PK? Because uh, that was the role that Riley Sheehan uh you know, the Oilers struggled a bit five-on-five, five, but they were really good on special teams, and center's got to be able to kill penalties. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I I killed penalties, you know, most of my career when I was in Ottawa, and I think it's a, a great way to get into the game, and, and, I mean, it's something I take pride in, you know, being strong defensively and, and being good on the penalty kill. And, uh, um, yeah, that, that's something I'd, I'd love to take part in. Uh, my wife's family started lacrosse in Edmonton. Uh, they were friends with the Gallaghers, uh, Ian Gallagher. Your dad, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was a retired lacrosse player. I always found growing up the guys that played lacrosse were the toughest guys. Is there any truth to that? Yeah. <laughs> my dad's pretty tough, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, actually, I got to play for, I played for about, until I was about 15 years old, my dad coached me and it, it's a great sport. I really enjoy it, and I, uh, I still like going back and watching games when I'm back in Vancouver. All right. Well, look, I know you got a lot of different interviews to do here during the course of the day. Kyle, we uh, appreciate your time, and trust me, after halfway through the season, once we get back to normal, you'll be sick of me. But thank you very much for joining us here on Oilers Now, okay? Thanks for having me, Bob. Yvette, that is Kyle Turris, the newest member of the Edmonton Oilers. So uh, the Oilers, a two-year deal, $1.65 million. Um, hmm, he's got a 
a very interesting sort of storyline. He's a, he's a father. He's got three kids, and the Edmonton Oilers get him on a two-year deal at 1.65. Again, you're listening to Oilers Now. We're going to probably bring in Alan May here again sometime during the course of the next couple hours. We do have in the next hour block uh, Dwayne Rollison to talk a bit about the goaltending situation. Uh, Brendan, I'm just going to circle back to something right now, bring you in here. Do we have anything verified yet uh, regarding sort of where we are at uh, with Jacob Markstrom. Has that been made official in Calgary? Uh, I'm looking at a couple of reports here from some of the Flames beat reporters, and it sounds like it is done, although the Flames, like Andy Strickland, for example, uh, is saying that the Markstrom deal done in Calgary, but there's no uh, dollar amount that I can tie to it yet. Okay, well, just some just some numbers. Uh, Alan Klein last year at 14 goals, 32 assists, 46 points in 38 games with Stockton. Uh, got into nine games with the Flames, and he's got 10 goals and 28 points and 106 Six career NHL games played, scored an overtime winner a few years ago for the Islanders in the playoffs. Seth Griffith signed uh, to an NHL deal, will help out on the farm, uh, had 21 goals and 41 points last year in 58 games of the Manitoba Moose. Um, the Vancouver Canucks have made it official on Braden Holtby, two-year contract worth $4.3 million. And uh, Andy Strickland reporting that Jacob Markstrom uh, to Calgary is done. There is nothing affirmative yet on that uh, front, but nonetheless, the goaltending carousel, we've already seen Cam Talbot go on a three-year deal to the Minnesota Wild. We've seen Braden Holtby, ex of the Washington Capitals, go on a two-year deal to the Vancouver Canucks. Right now, it appears as though the front-runner on Jacob Markstrom is Calgary. And we will get to some text coming up on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. It's 11.43. We're going to burn through a couple spots here. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott, and a cast of thousands. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6.30. Chet. Well, we're going to see what happens here. The goaltending carousel. Uh, there was a trade last night, by the way. The Washington Cap or the Winnipeg Jets reacquired Paul Stashney, final year of his deal uh, for a prospect in a fourth-round pick. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers don't have a goalie yet. Uh, Mike Smith is an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Brayden Holtby has signed a two-year deal, $4.3 million with the Vancouver Canucks. All reports indicate Calgary leading the charge to get Jacob Markstrom. So keep that in mind. Cam Talbot has signed a three-year deal with Bill Garrett's Minnesota Wild. Anton Hudobin rumored to be going back to Dallas. And many of you, I think, would probably be a little bit concerned about a seven-year contract for anybody at this stage of the game. Uh, we'll wait and see here. But the numbers are a lot lower than past years. Two years, $1.65 million on tourists. Former defenseman Mark Texas on the Ashley Five Floors text line. Brendan, if you see anything while I'm reading these texts, cut in, jump in, do what you got to do, okay? Kyle Turris is the value type of contract I was talking about on Reed's show last night, Bob. This is what the Oilers need to be doing. They just need to replace Clefbaum's skill in minutes. Other than Petrangelo, I don't see the minutes getting covered. I think that will be a group effort. Skill-wise, Tyson Berry would more than fit the bill. Do you think the Oilers could sign him on a one-year or two-year deal for as little as 5-5? I would think Edmonton would need to sign him in the 4-5 range. I don't think they could go to 5-5. Last uh, would be getting Flurry out of Vegas. Uh, he could be had 
as Vegas uh, has got a lot of money tied up in the two goaltenders. I agree, but why would Vegas trade in the division? That would be my concern. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. Don says, Bob, the owners are getting crumbs again. Well, I might be inclined to suggest that maybe not spending big well, and we'll wait and see here what what happens with Markstrom. I mean, if you're talking Taylor Hall on a long, and I'm not Edmonton doesn't have that cap space right now. Let's establish that. But theoretically, if you were talking Taylor Hall, there's one uh, where you would look at it and go, okay, you, you, you spend money because you're talking about a, a top caliber player. Uh, this texter, Mike, says, Bob, uh, his foot speed is too slow for the thir- third line center. He's going against the other top two lines on opposition teams. I think he's smart enough to think his way around the ice. This text comes in. JJ says, Bob is an Oilers fan. I'm pretty happy to see Holpe go to Vancouver. And if Calgary doesn't indeed get marks from both, scare me. Any chance Arizona is remotivated to move Kemper at some point? I don't see why they would do that right now. But I would be intrigued if they were to do that at some stage. Again, you can text us. Uh, Matt Murray has signed a four-year extension. Wait till you hear the number. Wow, six point two five million for Matt Murray. Bob, I see the owner side Anton Forsberg. Well, we repeatedly discussed over the last six weeks on this show, last three months on this show, that Edmonton would be signing a three C organizational goaltender with experience. That is going to be. Uh, Anton Forsberg, who has seen some action in the National Hockey League. Bob, has uh, Dadunov signed anywhere at the Florida free agent? No, not at this stage at this time. Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. Bob, Nashville's probably loading up uh, Renee's last contract year. Their second line could be Line A, Duchesne, and Hall. They've got the cap space. Poyle's running out of time to get Renee's cup. Well, was he even the goaltender of record in the playoffs last year? I don't know. Um, I think they went with the other guy. Didn't they go with the uh, UC Sorrows? Again, you can text us, 780-496-0063. It should be noted, Jeff O'Neill from TSN, very complimentary, as is Craig Button from TSN on the Oilers. It's a $1.65 million signing for two years. And the Oilers don't have a lot of cap space. And they get a third-line center that's put up some points in the past. To me, that kind of makes sense. In that range. Uh, Again, keep uh, sending us uh, some more uh, information. So here's the the latest updates on uh, free agency signings at this time. This is what we've got. Uh, Matt Murray just signed. Is that a a five- or a four-year deal on Matt Murray? Now we're hearing conflicting reports. So uh, some have reported four years at $25 million. Others have reported five. Anton Hudobin has re-signed a three-year deal with the Dallas Stars, $3.5 million. Hmm. Interesting. Seth Griffith uh, signing with the Oilers. Anton Forsberg signing with the Oilers. Brayden Holpe, two years, $4.3 million to the Vancouver Canucks. Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Bob, Hall or Hoffman must be signing for a top six. We are lacking proven wingers. Well, I think right now the money's probably going to go. I could be wrong here, but uh, the money's probably going to go uh, in goal. They don't have a lot of money, guys. That's that's the reality of the situation. They simply do not have a lot of money for this year. 
Bob, does it feel like Edmonton gets shafted? I know free agency is far from over, but I'm just tired about hearing how attractive Edmonton is with two of the best players in the world in a state-of-the-art facility and big-name free agents avoiding it like the Flint. They don't have the cap space to get in on the big-name free agents. So that's... There are individuals I'm going to run down after we get clarity on the Markstrom situation. I will run down some things to put things in perspective here. Again, 780-496-0063. I know it's early in the offseason, says a texter, and Anton Forsberg was not signed to take the Oilers to the cup or even play for the big team, but if the Oilers do not get a legitimate number one goaltender, they'll continue to fall short. Koskinen is good, but he can't carry the load. Too early to be nervous, but I am. So here's here's a question I have for the listeners. Right now, right here, right now, 780-496-0063. Would you rather Edmonton go out and sign Jacob Marks from seven years at $5.5 million, Or would you be happier getting somebody else in here two years at $3 million? Which would you rather do? And again, it looks like Calgary is leading at the clubhouse in the in, in terms of landing Jacob Markson, but we do not have anything made official yet from the Calgary Flames organization. Brandon, I think I know which way you think at this time. Would you rather have Jacob Markstrom, seven years, say five five to five and a half million, or or would you rather have a guy like Grice or Crawford or somebody else two years at $3 million in that range? Which would you rather do? I think that it's much better served to the team to allocate those funds across the whole lineup and not spend just at the goaltending position. Think about the market this year and what else is available out there. You may as well take advantage. Yeah, uh, just so you know, there was a fake account on Mike Hoffman, uh, and that's why I was a little bit surprised. when I, I mean, the owners don't have $6 million to spend on a left wing at this time. Unless... They end up making a move. So uh, Dave Pagnota has verified, hey, that's not me, somebody with a fake account. we got to be careful at this time. Again, it's 11.55 in Edmonton. Bob, Corey Crawford on two years at $3 million per year would be fantastic, but it is a pipe dream. Bob, somebody cheap but competent to play with Koskinen, absolutely no question. That one comes to us from JJ. Brent says, Bob, seven years is way too long. Well, my guess is Markstrom's going to get at least five. Uh, Trucker Dave says, Bob, two-year plan to get a goalie, in his opinion. Bob, I would rather have Thomas Grice on the cheap. Again, seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Stan, or sorry, Shan says, Bob, option B, all day long. Again, you can text us. Uh, Terry says, Bob, leave Markstrom alone, sign a three million dollar goalie, and then add a another winger for potentially Connor McDavid or Leon Dreisaitl. Uh, Bob, two years at three million makes way more sense given when the contract ends. We'll be in a better cap situation. And we'll all be free from Chia's buyouts. And again, I mean, there's still a chance the Oilers get Markstrom. It does appear as though that Calgary is in a position to be uh, landing uh, landing uh, Jacob Markstrom. But again, we'll continue to monitor that situation. Got more texts coming in. Sign him for two years like everybody else that, uh, that leaves here quickly anyway. The coach has only one more year, and he'll be probably gone the way this team is operating. What, 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 are, you, what, are, what are you talking about? Like is Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl leaving here quickly? I, I don't know. Uh, the team, by the way, the team, 
Bob, for God's sakes, the Oilers need to free up some money and make a big deal for Mark and St. Albert. Yeah. We'll just talk about the big deals coming up. 11.57 in Edmonton will take a timeout. Uh, speaking of goaltending, Dwayne Rolison is going to join us, former Oilers goaltender on the available free agents that are out there and the, the sort of uh, tandem goaltending uh, unit that you might need to deploy carrying forward in a COVID world. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.